0: Two, one. Welcome, everybody. This is the Growth
1: Mindset Podcast
0: with Ron
1: Hunt. And Art Ware, Arthur Ware. And my podcast handle is Power Wise Thinking. uh, After uh, Dr. Carol Dweck, we believe in the Growth Mindset. And so the Growth Mindset Guru is here with me. We're breaking down "Built to Serve for all of you who have not...
0: Bought a book yet? Shame on you. Shame on you. There's yeah, gotta be You know, they, I mean we gotta do something for the authors. I I have yeah. got oh. I've got a lot of, I saw a stat last week where the average book sold three hundred and fifty copies, and that's a shame.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Especially for this book. It can't oh, be the, uh, he didn't he didn't the have year. the
0: problem with this book because he marketed the heck out of this book. Yes. It's yes, been yes. on YouTube, it's been on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's been on Facebook. Um he's done so much virtually in the last year with this book that uh, he has achieved a a level of success that
1: he probably could visualize but didn't expect. Didn't expect. I mean, Ron. I think we left off, I remember you saying something about purpose. The the, the purpose isn't, I'm sorry, profit isn't a purpose, it's a result. Exactly. We're we're getting now into uh, purpose. Uh, to profit, so this is this is this, very interesting.
0: This is where we like to say the rubber hits, hits the, the road. road. Yep. If I can take someone who hasn't made money but is a genius, and get him uh, and and get him to be at a point where he makes a living, that that enhances both of our expert status. Mm-hmm. So that that's where that's where Evan's taking us right now. And, um, he starts with, uh, Ray Kroc, yeah. who was, uh, yeah, we know who Ray Kroc was, right? Yeah, yep. Uh, he used to have 27 dollars golden Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, amazing stuff. Uh, h- hundreds and hundreds of billions served. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you love what you're doing and you always put the customers su- su- first, success will be yours. That's right. That's right. So... Um, Agreed. I agree with that. I, there's no argument there at and, all. And mo-
1: money is not our goal, but if you don't make money, you can't help people. But you can, Also, if you don't make money, you don't make something, you, then you can't measure it. And if you can't measure something, you know, um, you, you run into all kind of other problems.
0: Sure. So here's how we make money. We give value. There And, go. and the more money you're going to make, the quicker you give people more value. Mm-hmm. You solve a pain point. You do. Sometimes most people know what their pain point is. They might not acknowledge it, but most people do know when you tell them. So you have to reinforce that. That's right. So Warren Buffett's uh, rule number one, never lose money. Never lose money. Rule number two.
1: Don't forget rule number one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Love Warren Buffett. Yeah. Did you know that seven of his trades made more than um, 80% of his money?
1: Seven of his trades. Yeah,
0: he, ho- he holds on average 40, 40 different things in his mutual fund. Mm-hmm. But uh, seven of those, Apple computers is one of them, mm. uh, wow. ma- made him an oversized amount of money. So was he not a success? But be- because most of his stock picks... of the
1: time he wasn't, but... <laughs> exactly, but he didn't, know, he didn't give up. He didn't give up, that's right. You got to stay to it and as as Confucius says uh, and that was who I couldn't think of last week, our last uh um, uh session that we published is Confucius says, you may have to go slow, but as long as you don't stop, that's a confucius uh yeah, I
0: love that saying
1: and so so here
0: here's the secret for everybody. you might think you know the best stock in the world, buy the best mutual funds you're you're going to you're, you're going end up being a lot, a lot happier better. Because those folks know what
1: they're doing, and they, 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 they get paid to, to, to uh, balance risk and so forth that we have no clue what we're doing.
0: So Evan wants us to start small, and I like to say this is niching down. Hmm? And I was talking to someone today about it, and it's like, well, what do you do? I said I translate uh, engineer into English, and they said that's fantastic. Do you use that? I said of course I use that, because that's that explains the ethos of of my work with inventors right so you the smaller the smaller the more granular you can get to work with a specific uh, subset there's a woman who just works on getting uh minority women to be translators at the u n because the u n came out and they said we we don't have a diverse set of of uh, translators
1: so they so, to so this account.
0: woman said uh mm-hmm. I can train people to be translators. And she made a business out of it. Can you imagine that? That's like the smallest niche I could ever what, think what
1: of. Did, what do we just get off the phone doing? And why do we, we go on the phone to do this? It has to be somebody's job for it to be really effectively, uh, uh, you know, for, for it to be effective. Somebody has to be held accountable for it. Everybody has
0: great aspirations. You attach a dollar figure and a responsibility to it; the it job gets done. It gets done exactly, exactly. So, so let's 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 see what we can do here. Never spend money before you have earned it.
1: You know, I got a story, I got I got a story, and it is tough. And and it, and it's, and it's t- t- in today's world with the technology and the way we we manage, you know, revenues and so forth. Most cities you know, they have these revenue anticipation notes and they have, you know, money that they know is coming in and there's always a gap between, you know, when you spend it and when you get the replenishment. And revenue so, so,
0: anticipation notes. Yeah,
1: revenue anticipation. That's, my, <laughs> that's, that's one, of, one of my lessons I learned on Wall Street when I worked on Wall Street doing municipal bonds. But the 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 the, the, the story I want to tell, though, uh, has to do with my uh, Masonic fraternity. Uh, we had a lady, her name, uh, her name, first name was Jill. I won't give her a last name. Uh, and she was our treasurer at the Masonic home up in Utica. So, uh, I was there for a meeting and I went in to see her and just to shoot the breeze because my organization had funded their Acacia village, which is their senior assistant living program that they have at, at, at Utica. And I think, um, you know, it's somewhere around 52 or $53 million. Uh, that we, that that they uh, needed to borrow uh, from my organization, which I won't say. Uh, And so the rates at that time, I'm talking 1993 or four or five, somewhere in that range. The rates at that time were really, really well, good, good rates. And you could make money... By having investment income and, and borrowing at the, you know, there was what they call an arbitrage, a difference between what you could borrow at and what you, you know, uh, had to pay out at. And so it w- it made no sense for the Masonic home to pay off a $53 million transaction because she was banking at, you know, uh, investment income at 10 or 11 percent. Sure. And she borrowed at. You know, two or three percent. Yeah, it made no sense to pay it off. Right. And she was like, live it and, you know, was crying the blues because somebody who believed Thomas Jefferson here never spend money before you have it. Basically, debt was bad. Right. Said, no, we're going to pay it off. Yeah. And they took 50 something million dollars out of her. You know, basically out of her treasury, right? But she was banking on on the other side. Oh, sure. That was that was paying expenses, and she was she was she was livid. But you know, the, we that organization believed this thing that Thomas Jefferson. This is something that goes way way back. And
0: yeah. and everyone has their own personal relationship with money. Which mm-hmm. I, when I sit down with people who've got money kind of uh, issues on their brain, it came from mom or dad. Correct. Uh, so, so that's a hard one for a lot of people to 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 wrap around. So here's here's the deal. This is an anti-debt
1: philosophy, is what I call
0: it. So, so Evan Carmichael wants you to start small, test it on a couple mm-hmm. people, test it on some friends. Don't spend a whole lot of money. If you see a spark, then you can try bigger, and you can pour a little gasoline. He, his his metaphor was pour ga- If you if you can get a spark out of a couple twigs. If you're working on it, but you're not going to light a log without gasoline. Mm-hmm. So don't 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 be using your gasoline if you don't if you if you don't know if the wood is good. Hmm. <laughs> good philosophy. Uh, I, philosophy I, we used and... to say dry dry wood dry hardwoods for three years, and that was a hard thing to find in this area. Art. So, I know,
1: and that that produces some wonderful heat during the wintertime, time, especially in the Northeast, where we got about five or six inches of snow on the ground out here.
0: I agree. So, uh, start, moving on. Moving on. Start, uh, here's one of my favorite um, motivators of all time. Whoever renders service to many puts himself in line for greatness, great wealth, great return, great satisfaction, great reputation, and great joy. That's you know? Mr. Jim Rohn. That is Jim Rohn. Yeah, I just, used I to just, listen to
1: him on the radio I, uh, most days when I was I in was, my 20s. And I 30s. was
0: listening to him on YouTube today. He, mm-hmm. he was talking about people who didn't have a sense of humor. It was mm-hmm. hilarious. So why do we talk to our customers? Because once we talk to them, we know what their needs are. We can start helping them. Right. We can start understanding them. Correct. And the better we get to know them, the, the quicker we can get to uh, figuring out a way to help them and help others. Exactly. And we can get to the point of, of, of figuring out what the service needs are. Absolutely. So it becomes a faster way to make money, Art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all ties back to the uh, surveys we took earlier in the book. If you saved yourself, you can save someone else. Take right. I used to say, say
1: success leaves what?
0: Success leaves cl- clues. And right. this brings up one of my favorite phrases from uh, from when I was doing voter organization. Mm-hmm. Bring one, take one. Bring one, take one. Each one, teach one. Yeah. yeah yep. Yep, yep. Yep. So um, if, if you're looking to start small, do a free call with people for 20 minutes. Give them some value. And that's what, that's what I do, Art. If, if someone spends... 15, I see you doing it all the time. Oh, uh, if someone spends 15 minutes with me, they get an hour of free consult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, then you ask them if, they, if they'd like to repeat the process. Right. right. And
1: By then they, they know what the matrix uh, looks like and they know if the value is there that they, and, and the things that are there that they need.
0: And it's always amusing to me when people call me back six months later, and it it's, it sounds like I've talked to that person before, but they 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 like they like that free consult, but they didn't want to pay me, and now they decided that I'm worth the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as you get more clients, you start raising your prices, and I I have a hard time doing that art. That's a money thing with me. I, tra- I I'm charging some people the same price as I charged five years ago
1: yeah and, and and some in some ways it's good in other ways it's bad because what you do is you you make it so that you know um, you make it hard to spread yourself around because you know the value that you should be charging you're having to work twice as hard when you probably could' be making more money only because you know you're you're able to command more money and you're not and you're not commanding it.
0: And this is the advantage of, of 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 being somewhat financially stable in life do mm-hmm. not I d I don't I don't obsess
1: about that sort That's of right. stuff. That's right. Neither do I.
0: Next next week we're gonna we're we're gonna teach you guys how to make hundred thousand dollars. How's that sound? That sounds uh, I, it sounds like it sounds like people are coming back for next week. They want us to drop that one early, Art. We might drop that one in uh, next Tuesday. How's that sound, everybody? That sounds. That sounds. Sounds like a plan. And let's let's go for it. And we wish everybody a prosperous week, and hope everyone is doing well. I'm Ron Hunt with the Growth Mindset Guru Podcast.
1: I'm uh, Art Ware, and I am with the Powerwise Thinking Podcast.
0: Have a great week. Awesome. I've got a four o'clock. <laughs>